the Plan C Podcast. Today, we are coming at you with a fantastic episode about society in general and the future and this great, fantastic show, Psychopaths, and how it all ties together. I am joined by my wonderful, genius co-host, Cameron. How are you doing today, Cameron? Astolo here. I'm doing pretty good. Vibing, chilling, got some work done. Ready for a podcast. Hell yeah. Uh, Real quick, before we jump in, I just want to let you know that there will be spoilers to the show Psychopaths Season 1. Make sure that either you don't care about spoilers or you have watched it, but we would very, very, very much suggest that you watch it because it is a very, very good show. Um, Make sure that you are subscribed. Make sure you are following. Make sure you're listening to previous podcasts. We've got a lot of great stuff there, a lot of great interviews, uh, lots of, you know, some nice sports content, all that shit. Make sure you're checking out our YouTube channel. We stream there every Friday night at 7.30. Make sure you are following the Instagram, following the Twitter, at plan underscore C underscore podcast. You know, if you got any ideas or just want to be on the podcast, hit our line. We also have a Discord. It's not too popping yet, but you know, join. Make it popping. That's what it's all about. Cameron, you got anything else before we get into this? Uh, no, y'all, y'all should, y'all should definitely check out the show. I will say that it's a. I feel like Psychopath is a great show, especially in today's time. Will definitely very relevant. Might trigger some things in your brain that will make make some things easier to deal with, as well as just give you a deeper insight into societal structures and all that fun shit. Hell yeah. All right, y'all, we're going to get into it. Make sure, again, that you are liking, subscribing, following, rating, reviewing, all that. Like our stuff. Retweet our stuff. We'll send you some stickers. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to get into it. See you on the other side. And we're back. So today, as you can tell by our lovely title, we are talking about the fantastic first season of the show Psychopaths, uh, available on Hulu. Cameron, do you remember the animation studio that did it? I do not. Oh, well. Anyway, we we feel that this show, and specifically this season with its villain, has sort of slowly but surely become more and more relevant to reality. So, Cameron, do you want to sort of describe the premise of Psychopaths? Sure. So, Psychopaths, made in 2012, mind you, is set in a futuristic Japan where a governing and policing body known as the Sybil System tracks every citizen's potential to commit crime using a number. And if the number exceeds a certain threshold, they're detained by inspectors, which would be police, and are the main characters of the series. And put into rehabilitation centers that are explained later. Yeah. I was just going to say, basically, they're forcing you to go to therapy. But it's like institutionalized therapy. And it's like a, I would say, a square peg round hole type situation. Because, obviously, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. And, uh, like, basically, this effectively, like, eliminates crime in this world because it's stopped before it's committed. 
quote unquote. And, yeah. And also in this world, like depending on your test scores or something like that, the system records your aptitudes and decides where you would best fit in society and to lead your like ideal life. Like if you're the system would be like, oh, this person's good at drawing. They'd be like, OK, you're an artist from from like early age and you you test into that and that's your life. So it's a very utopian type of society they've set up. Pretty much. And so how they keep track of these people, as Cameron said, with the civil system is they have all these, quote, hue scanners around. And basically, like this is like in your home in you know, crossing the street, you know, it, these these things are everywhere. Imagine like CCTV, but it's all one system. It's all hooked up to the Internet and. It's basically determining your future. Yeah, and constantly tracking your ability to commit crime. Or your, your potential to. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's some, it is literally Minority Report. It is the plot of Captain America, Winter Soldier, and so on and so forth. You get the idea. Yeah, and... Um... So let's let's dive into kind of what we what we like about this what we like about this series. Mm, word. So first of all, no offense to this show, but some of the funniest intros. <laughs> and we we one time <clears throat> there's a new intro and <laughs> Do you remember this, Cameron? Yeah, I when do. we were watching, we were watching the new intro for I think it was like the second part of season two. We were watching the intro, and it had gone on, I swear, two minutes, and we thought it ended, but then it went on for like a, a minute and a half longer. And uh, like again, love almost every single part of the show. That is only one of my nickpicks. Anyway, yep. skip the intro. <laughs> yes, yeah, skip the intro. There's there's literally no need. Um. No, but this show is it shows really incredible at sort of showing humanity in a way, especially with the main character. Um, well, you're 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 going through the perspective of a young, uh, not enforcer, uh, detective. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> uh, young detective who just got out of essentially like criminal justice school and has tested into the police ranks at a decently high level and they have criminals with them sort of working for them potential that, potential criminals that help catch people who are committing crimes or have the potential to commit crimes or have the potential to commit crimes see it's it's already getting fucked up but yeah i think um Another one of my personal favorite parts of Psychopaths is the storytelling. Mm. I, I find that like the storytelling in Psychopaths is like is like really just like immaculate. Like it starts with like a very like high octane first episode, and like that does a great job of introducing you to the world as well as to the characters. Yep. And then like from that point, there are stories that are used for like character development. And delving into the civil system and all like all the things that it controls and what it does, but like most importantly, it does a great job setting up the villain of the story, 
the man. One of the best anime villains ever. Oh, by oh for sure. One of the best anime villains. Makishima Shogo did a fantastic job of setting up his character and is he ends up being probably the best part of the entire show. Yeah, so in full transparency, there's uh what? Three, four seasons, right? Yeah, something like that. But just because of how good of a villain Makishima is, th- there's literally no replacing the first season, unfortunately. Like, yes, it, we'll get into spoilers in a little bit. Yes, you know, there are still antagonists like the civil system, but it, I, again, it does not get better than Makishima, unfortunately. Honestly, um, we're like, just watch the first season and then you're good. Yeah, <laughs> and good. and the first season ends on a perfect perfect narrative book, and it's it's fantastic. As Cameron said, the the writing is truly fantastic, and they write characters who not only feel real but feel relatable and have more than one dimension to them. Even characters that you don't see that often or hear from that often, um, you know, you get such a good sense of who they are just from little interactions with the main characters. You know, you want to talk about, um, I forgot what the detective with glasses name was. I didn't write it down. Inspector Ginoza. Thank you. You have Inspector Ginoza, who you basically see not necessarily unravel in our eyes, but in the civil system's eyes, he unravels. And he ends up following the path of his father, who we also meet. You got to put spoiler alerts everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> oh well, I just you know what you're right. I, I'm I'm just gonna say we're just gonna say spoiler alert in the intro then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it's it's really interesting because not only do they set up three dimensional characters really well, they also do arcs of characters really well, where you have an understanding as to why characters are doing them, and it's not like you know you can be like oh, that's morally okay, but you understand the position that they are coming from on some Thanos-level shit. Yeah. No, like, I I think, like, what makes the show is, like, it just effortlessly does that while, like, maintaining the level of character development that you'd see in, like, other, like, amazing anime. Like, the the character development with everyone is is great. Even, like, within arcs, you can see characters that they'll introduce and then their arcs will conclude by the end of however many episodes that arc is. And that'll be like that entire character's development. And it's like, it's crazy to see how quick a character can change, especially in this world that's so controlled. And then like some, like a little, little thing goes off and all of a sudden, like it sets off a chain reaction of events that leads you to places that you didn't necessarily expect. But I will say, and that's because of that, the first stories may seem a bit slow. Yes. Like, once you start to gain an idea of, like, the scope of which, like, this conflict is really going to go, it really starts to, like, pick up speed until it, like, ends up being, like, absolutely mind-blowing towards, like, the latter episodes. Yeah, they. so basically the the format of the show is they have arcs sort of in their cases, um, and they work through the cases. They get you know information little bit by little bit, and then you know the end of the arc will be the final episode of the case. Um, and while they do a great job of bridging narratives between those, you know, like I, I don't think there was any filler. No, right? 
No, not at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> made me think of Samurai Champloo filler, but there's not really any Samurai Champloo filler. Anyway, um, it, yeah, so they do a great job of weaving this web, and, and, and it's coherent as hell. That, yeah. That's the one thing. You know, because some of these shows, they just jump arc to arc to arc, and it feels so much like, it just feels so episodic. But yeah. with this, again, the writing really assists it in that you understand, like, oh, yeah, like, this totally would, they, like, they totally follow this lead, or this, that, and the third. It's it's very much easy to understand and follow, which I, I, I fucking loved. You know, it's not it's not some shit that's so complex, 500 layers, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like the overarching stories, you can clearly see them. And even in the smaller arcs, you, while they may not be always specifically giving you clues to the to the larger arc, they are giving you clues to the world. And that like helps you really start to like get a picture of what's going on. And like that's what helps you make the predictions of, as to what's going to happen later on, though. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, that ass. Yeah, that brings us to, I think, the time to talk about the man. Is the man time? Makishima Shogo, the villain. Again, you've heard the name. You, you just gotta, you just gotta keep it in your soul. Like, Makishima, yeah. in my opinion, is like, as we said, one of the best villains in anime of all time. From like the way he's like subtly introduced to his dialogue and his actions, like anytime Makishima is on the screen, like I found myself just trying to like really decipher like every line and every reference that he's making. And his worldview is just like as a as a character is just so complete that like although he makes some like he does some deplorable things. He oh does... morally morally Makishima is off the shits. Oh by the way, he does some horrible things. But his arguments are just so compelling that like there are times where you're rooting for him. And like you're like, well, maybe that's just me, but like there are times where I was like, well, like he has a point. And like if he if he carried out his goals to his end, you never know. Yeah. And, so Yeah. So why don't you describe what makes Makishima special just in terms of the show slash the civil system? Oh, I guess this would be another spoiler alert section. Again, but, we're 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 in the intro. We're just saying spoiler alert. So, yeah, gotcha. Y'all, y'all have already heard spoiler alert. So if you're still listening and you haven't watched the show, I don't know what you're doing, baby. <laughs> yeah. So Makishima is one of the only people that is that cannot be judged by the civil system. So no matter what he does, the civil system never picks him up, which essentially makes him above the law and the way makishima kind of acts in this world is he kind of he's 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 a spectator he like he enables deviants to exercise their individuality in order to entertain himself and experience people truly being human in a system that does all it can to like restrict it and this leads to him supporting murderers and other insane people who you can discover if you if you watch the show watch the show but let's just say like he 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 supports less than savory characters and he does this because makishima idealizes the power of the freedom of choice yes he's that's like he's like almost obsessed by it obsessed with it because he finds himself he's the only one that can make decisions 
in a world where everyone around him is kind of just like almost like automatons or like they just have no they, they're missing what makes them human and what makes them interesting yeah pretty much that is a very good description my friend thank you yeah so basically the way it works in terms of stopping the crime is they have these guns called um what are they enforcers right dominators dominators thank you i I knew i was mixing up enforcers and dominators so the dominators can shoot uh different things based on somebody's sybil score which is the higher it is the more likely it is you are to commit crime so basically if it's low enough the trigger won't even activate if it's past a certain threshold but not super high it's just a stun but if it's higher than that then you're screwed you 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 just you get obliterated basically yeah and so because mikishima he does he doesn't show up on the civil system as a negative you know person it essentially means that he can't be checked by the law as cameron said he's above the law because the system does not deem him as unsavory even yep. though shoot him he, yeah even though he it ha- like he literally kills people and make makes you know he he's he, he's he's not making other people commit crimes but he's he's enabling them yeah and i think he's also really well kind of juxtaposed with kogami who is an enforcer or a latent criminal potential criminal used by the police who used to be an inspector and he he's like fascinated by Kogami because Kogami kind of represents his like ideal person. Like he's Kogami Kogami is someone who follows their morals and he follows his goals like regardless of like what the system says, which is why he's an enforcer and no longer an inspector. And Kogami's involvement in these cases is what spurs Makishima into action. And in like in a showdown that's like on some on some L and oh like, it's 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 oh, definitely on some shit bro yeah and it's like and maybe not not as much a battle of wits but more of like like a collision of ideologies mm-hmm. it's also the third party of this of the civil system like fucking with both of them yes yes and, yeah it's, it's just a great philosophical three way death match yeah basically so. We said, you know, it's becoming more and more relevant day by day. And Cameron, why don't you speak to that a little? Yeah, this is like this. I could I could go into depth with it. I'm not sure how 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 much we'll get into depth with this because we're trying to keep this keep this video a bit shorter today. But you know, I find that the the world in which psychopaths exist and our world is it's an interesting comparison. Like in psychopaths' world, there's no individuality or choices because everything is already chosen and right and wrong are essentially completely taken out by a third party, which is the civil system. And then therefore, like everyone has their own like unique slice, or not unique slice, but just a slice of the u- utopia that the civil system is giving. And while in today's world, we have a huge amount of choices at any given time, but there is a lot of time spent 
there's the majority of time is essentially spent judging others and especially essentially comparing what people believe how do i say it makes people believe that they are essentially the civil system yes it's like everyone every individual has their own perfect moral system and they're comparing everyone else to their moral system and then people that don't necessarily match up to that are considered problematic or bad or canceled and while the people that they do like subscribe to their kind of portfolio of of beliefs are considered good and at the same time a limited amount of people actually control this landscape from the background leaving the majority to kind of squabble over contrived drama and and basically willingly relinquishing the actual decision making power in our society. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, when I when I was thinking about this show, I was definitely reminded of the book The Giver. If you ever read that, yeah, yeah. So just you know, utopian quote unquote society. And, you know, you can't necessarily, you're not feeling, that's not how you're making your choices. And, you're, and again, as you said, you're not really making your choices at all. And there's a select number of people who are allowed to feel those things. Um, and sort of that ideology is passed on through individuals. And I, and I think that that is so interesting because as it relates to today, on social media, you know, we're all sort of looking for how to feel because we don't have the information and it's too long and too much of a commitment to get said information. So it's much easier for us to just be like, okay, what is, you know, ex prominent celebrity saying or ex, you know, influencer saying about this? Yep, that's how it is. Cool. That's how I feel about it. And I find that that's very similar to sort of the Sybil system and the Sybil scores because it's like, oh, well, I may feel one way about this, but the Sybil score says that, you know, it's cool. So, oh, well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a very good comparison, I think. Like, it, when, I, when I kind of think about it, I think our, our society today is almost like a more effective version of what the civil system is like trying to do. Mm. The biggest problem that I see with the civil system is that it gives too much visibility and notoriety to the third party that's in power. You know, like everyone knows and has to believe that the civil system is correct in order for it to function, which like naturally makes people start to resent the system that has control over them because yeah. just no one likes feeling controlled. Yes. Yeah in today where everyone believes that they are the civil system of, of their, of their world, that their, that their beliefs are paramount and kind of almost infallible in a lot of, in a lot of situations. It gives us the decision, it gives us the decision-making power. But at the same time, when you, when you hear about what most people are, what most people are complaining about on Twitter, there is little to no like prescriptive thinking or seeking out actions that can actually make change. And sometimes even like myself, I find myself kind of blinded by like the dopamine that you get from listening to drama and conflict that really covers the real problems. 
Meanwhile, the people that are actually controlling all the shit spend their time appeasing <laughs> these people that believe that this is a civil system. You know what I mean? You see, you'll see Nike say Black Lives Matter. You'll see, you, you see those types of things and appeasing what we believe are the righteous decisions while they are the ones actually in control. And there's a very, a very limited amount of people with a lot of capital, essentially, that gives them the power to create the landscape that we all, the Petri dish that we all kind of fight in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with you. Uh, another thing that I think that the civil system sort of, I, I related it to was religion. Um, and, you know, it's sort of a rudimentary comparison, but at the same time, you know, people today quote the Bible on moral high grounds, and that's, that's sort of the same thing that the civil system does, you know, you know, where people quote Leviticus to promote, you know, anti-gay and anti-LGBTQ measures and laws and shit and be like, well, God said, it's like, well, do you really know? Do you yeah. really? No, I, I definitely, I definitely feel that because it's like the civil system is essentially a religion that you, that you believe is completely correct, that everyone believes is completely correct, but it's like still just like essentially a religious doctrine that yeah. you, that you're essentially relying on to be right. Yeah. And if it's not right, then you'll never know because you believe it's right anyways, <laughs> which is, it, which is, I think is like, it's, th that's like the death of free thought, you know? It's, yeah. It's, because it's already concrete. Then what's the point of actually deliberating on whether they're actually right, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And when there's sort of just this lack of perspective, because it's all you literally have known you know, I think the comparisons become even more clear. Because, again, there's people who will live their life by the Bible and literally tell other people, you're going to hell, you're going to burn in hell. When they're just, they're just people chilling. They're just, you know, they're just, it's a woman and a woman trying to have a kid. And they're, you know, it's it's somebody who, you know, can't have a baby right now and so they have to take plan b or get an abortion but because a book written 2000 years ago by multiple people you know has a sentence in there it's like oh well let's twist it to our narrative because this is this is what it says so i just want my life to be this way because this is what it says yeah that's one thing that is um is kind of interesting or I wouldn't say good about the civil system, but because the civil system is so strict, there's, there's very little, and it's a third party. There's very little like room for interpretation mm -hmm. in which I think in, when you have the ability to really interpret the laws, I think it's people subconsciously bend the laws to what they, what makes them feel good, you know, or, you yep. know, or what inherently just makes them feel comfortable. And yep. Where a lot of problems start to kind of happen. I actually have a um, speaking on the civil system. I have a, I have a question for you in that Please. if the civil system existed, yeah, what do you think you would be doing, or where do you think you would be? 
Oh, I'd be fucked. I'd be fucked. I'd be so fucked. Um, it's not like, you know, I'm out here committing crimes or hurting people or anything, but the civil system would literally detect, be like, I can tell you're in anguish. I can tell you are experiencing anxiety. Your, your civil scores is, or your psychopath score is going up. You know, I advise you go to therapy, blah, blah, blah. I'd be so screwed, dude, because, you know, I deal with anxiety problems. I deal with, you know, some little depression stuff here and there. So that would be, I, I'd be so clipped. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be like, I, I'd probably be institutionalized in this world. Again, and again, not even because I'm more likely to commit a crime. Well, I guess by the civil standards, I am. But just because I deal with turmoil and internal turmoil is one of the things that the civil system uses to identify people who could potentially commit crimes. So, I, yeah, I, I can't say it enough. I'd probably be screwed. What, what about you? Mm, I would... I would probably, I would definitely be screwed. Like regardless, like I would definitely, my my psychopath would probably be very high. But yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if it would. It probably just be because I I I ask too many questions. Mm. Yeah, I but got I, you. I've never I've never been too much of a fan of like authority or anything like that. And I like you know I just ask questions like teachers who say things as if they're absolute, and I I have to ask the question like like. Like, Nick, how you know that? How you know that, though? Like, so I'd probably be, I'd probably be institutionalized. I don't know yeah. if I, I might be, if I'd probably rather be an enforcer than, than be in, in the... <laughs> oh, of course. So Much it, more freedom as an enforcer, quote unquote. Yeah, any dead be an enforcer rather than being in a freaking rehabilitation. Yeah, I would very much try and be an enforcer, but probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably just lock me up in the damn hospital. The gulag. And just be there forever. Honestly, though, if if you if you took our psychopaths when we were playing league, oh my god. Oh, it'd be it'd be, it'd be in the stratosphere. You got to put us down right there and then. League of Legends creates monsters. We'll say it here first, bro. Yep, definitely. Maybe that'll be a podcast in the future. Oh, for sure. What about league? drives emotion um another question i had was if the civil system existed today do you think the ends would justify the means in destroying it i mean it really depends because you know again i know we're saying it in the intro but spoiler alert uh because the civil system isn't actually a person per se it's it's a bunch of just minds. So I think that there would be lots and lots of confusion if the civil system were to fall or were to be, you know, you were to po poke some holes in it. And I think that most of the trouble would come immediately after. Oh, yeah, it'd be freaking anarchy. Because then people literally don't know what's what. Yeah, that that's that's essentially like I I was like I was wondering like are these people like if the civil system existed and then it was removed are these people too far gone and too reliant on this system to even be able to like function normally without it or would that be like a worthwhile would that be worth destroying it just so people could have some semblance of freedom in the future and also 
you know, fighting a system as like as kind of complete and all seeing as a civil system, people are mad people would have to die in order for you Oh yeah. Freedom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mad heads would have to be just hella clipped. And it's Yeah, like, just because the civil system would certainly defend itself. Yeah, and it's like what's what's the price of freedom really? Like is it would it be would it be worth it to live under the thumb of the of the government in this case? Or is it worth the lives that are would be expended to kind of get out of it? Yeah, it's an interesting question because it's like it's it's really a question of control. Yeah, like how much how much do you value having control in your life? And autonomy, like to what level would you go to keep it type shit? Yeah, which is which is again I think ironic because today we have all the autonomy and we have no idea what to do with it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right, before we got get out of here, you got anything else? Um, let me think. I will say, kind of like um, going back to Makishima, I find Makishima's just way of life just like super interesting. Like mm. Makishima lives his life to see that his actions mean something and create actual change. And in that way, it it shows himself that he's actually alive. Yeah. And like when I compare this to like today's society, where like despite all our outrage, like what have we actually changed? You know. I got and, you. And that's like collectively, like not yeah. even individually, like collectively, what have we changed? And I think it's because of like I think you mentioned it earlier, but how difficult it actually is to change any of these systems that are like so complex and so vast. And, and not a. And yeah. not only that, but just truly our society revolves around them. Yeah. And even any of these like issues, just the time, it, the, to- the issues that you might hear about, whether or really, like any, any political issue, the time it takes to understand those issues and even like affect one of these issues that we're actually consciously aware of, of which there are a host of which that we're not, is, is just so almost unreasonably high. Yeah, and I like people would rather just kind of like enjoy their own moral superiority and comfort from distractions, as it it, like it takes enough time and effort to just like survive rather than like fight the the bat the tough battle of like being responsible for our beliefs and becoming a leader for focus on enacting goals that doesn't come with like a direct you know compensation. So it's 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 kind of like it's kind of it's kind of a fuck situation, but I feel like on the bright side, although people don't necessarily take advantage of it all the time, like the information and decision making power is in the hands of the people, unlike what it would be in the civil system, which means that I feel like with enough people, there would be people would have the power to really like shape society to their will if we can like agree and focus on specific issues. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I fuck with that answer. Yep, that's pretty Very much all. Well put. All right, y'all. Again, make sure if you have not seen this, check it out. Psychopaths season one on Hulu. Well, the third, I think there's three seasons on Hulu, but yeah, first only, season is all you need. Only season one. That it. That's the highest it gets, and you know that's when the characters are at their best, and. That's when the writing is at its best and 
I can't speak to the animation because I haven't seen epi- or seasons two and three, but I, I mean, we've seen some of season two and it was not it. It, it I mean, compared to the first season was not yeah. it. Don't, don't ruin, don't ruin the experience for yourself. That's what I will say. Yeah, seriously. Uh, all right. So thank y'all for listening. We wanted to keep it on the shorter side today. You know, we like to experiment like that. We know our interviews can run a little long sometimes, so this is our way of being like, hey, we got you. Little little relaxing quick pod for you. Little little Saturday thing. Um, make sure you are subscribed, following, liking, rating, reviewing, all of those. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter at plan underscore C underscore podcast. We've got some fantastic interviews coming up in the next week. Uh, local artists, local musicians, and then, you know, some some really cool Supreme Court stuff that we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk to some really cool people about it. Um, yeah, Cameron, you got anything else before we get on out of here? No, not really. That was, um, that was some good shit. All right, y'all. You heard it here. Make sure you watch this show. It's fucking great. It is very enjoyable. And, you know, even if you have a hard time paying attention to stuff, stick with it. I promise you, you'll get right in. Cameron, thank you for joining today. I appreciate you. Make sure you check out this man's website. Buy some of his stickers. At Stolo, S-T-O underscore L-O underscore, you feel me? You feel me? You, you heard, you heard. Y'all have the information. Now go, now go, uh, go forth. And <laughs> hey, make sure y'all are getting your vaccines. Wear a mask, stay safe, wash your hands, and we will see you at the next one. Peace. Peace.